welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. My name is Anand. I have Srini here with me to speak about Vietnam. Hi, Srini. Hey, with every beer that I've had with you in the recent past, you've been singing pains to the beauty of Vietnam. Why is it so special, man? Oh, Vietnam is a favorite topic. Uh, Vietnam was an, an absolute experience of all the family holidays that we've had. Uh, Vietnam has been the most memorable, according to my wife. Uh, what's so special about it? Well, uh, that's hard to pinpoint. You've got nice people, you've got a variety of amazing food, uh, natural beauty, history, both uh, both recent and old. You've got adventure in different forms. You've got charming towns and villages, beautiful countryside, landscape. There's a bit of everything for everyone. Actually, too hard to pinpoint and describe in short. This is a bit of a striated country, don't you think? With the American influence south, the culture and history of the center and the beauty of the north. Like any other country, but possibly less than India, Vietnam is quite a diverse country. You know, from all perspectives, geographically, historically, culturally. You cannot pinpoint one particular feature that is beautiful or amazing in the north and the south or the center. Each part of Vietnam has its own beauty, history and culture. Why uh, we have to, but, why, but, but then why do we bifurcate the country into three, three regions, north, south and the center? What we have to remember is that Vietnam is a thin, long country. Though quite small, uh, from a size perspective, it is a little larger than the Indian state of Madhya Pradesh. Uh, Vietnam stretches narrow, north and south. In fact, at its narrowest points, it's barely 50 kilometers across. What this means is that a transportation from one part to the other, that is the north to the south uh, or north to the center, can be quite tedious. For example, for a traveler, where whether unless you have time and uh, backpacking, the only option is to uh, fly, not even trains that would take nearly two days north to south. With this kind of distance, uh, planning carefully for a limited time vacation uh, is quite essential. For convenience purposes, yes, we divide the country into three, that's the north, the center and the south. Yes, the geographical distances have created, all created very distinctive cultures. For example, uh, the north has been the historical seat of power uh, till about 300 odd years ago when the ruling family decided to shift to the center uh, in Hue uh, today to provide a sense of unity. Uh, till date, Hanoi in the north is the capital city, while Saigon, or Ho Chi Minh City as it is known now, uh, is the business capital. There's something like Delhi and uh, Mumbai in India. Cultural diversity would also mean uh, different cuisines in each part of Vietnam, each even within each region. For example, the mountain areas of the north is quite different from the plains, culturally or otherwise. Uh, from a natural beauty perspective, all three regions are well endowed. Uh, the mountains and the plains of the north, uh, including the famous Halong Bay, uh, the central for, uh, for the central forests, mountains, including the famous cave systems and beaches of the central part. Uh, in the in the southern part, you have the Mekong Delta and the most beautiful beaches and islands. You have natural beauty all across Vietnam. Hey, that reminds me of Kerala, man, home state in India. You know, a long strip of land and the north and the central and the south behaving very differently, but in some sense having some kind of common thread of, let's say, natural beauty running through. But tell me about Hanoi. Is it all that it's made out to be? Hanoi uh, is the capital of the country and it's the base station for exploring the most of the northern part of Vietnam. Uh, Hanoi is a beautiful experience. Of course, on a comparative basis, it's not as good as Hoi An, the central part. Uh, but it is definitely far more charm uh, than Saigon in the south. 
uh, but to appreciate the city it is it is very important to visit the right places and at the right time uh, that's where an experiences of a, of a traveler comes in uh, like beyond it firstly remember that uh, hanoi is just like any other busy uh, city in asia it is uh, filled to the brim with two wheelers and uh, four wheelers it is it is difficult by any stretch of imagination to call the city uh, charming in the normal circumstances however uh, the story changes when you go to the old quarter uh, when you go to the old quarter in the weekend in the weekday the old quarter would be the same uh, traffic people uh, but when you go to the old quarter on the weekends especially the evenings and the atmosphere turns magical old quarter is closed for traffic during the weekends and people take advantage of this by coming with the hundreds to enjoy Uh, it is a mela atmosphere every weekend evening on the roads uh, there would be a play in some place uh, somebody singing or a musical show somewhere else uh, people would be dancing impromptu picnics on the footpath uh, street artists musicians dragon dances uh, basically people enjoying themselves and yes food the restaurants are full in fact over full uh, the restaurants roll out the small chairs and the tables on the street and fill it up Uh, to our amazement uh, a street uh, which was around 40 50 wide uh, 40 50 feet wide during the morning narrowed down to nearly 5 feet over the weekend simply put it is a magical experience have a drink in a street restaurant just walk around dance go on a food tour uh, there is do your shopping uh, anything the atmosphere is electric uh other than the weekend uh, this is yes this is the basic basic charm other than the weekend there are many other aspects of hanoi not to be missed Uh, the Ho Chi Minh Mausoleum, uh, which has the embalmed body of Ho Chi Minh, the father of the nation, uh, the temple of literature, um, two lakes uh, that is the West Lake and the Ho An Kiam Lake. The Ho An Kiam Lake is in the Old Quarter. Further, there are many more beautiful temples and museums. Uh, of particular interest in museums for me, uh, for me personally, would be the Ethnology Museum, which gives a great insight into the culture and the way of life of the Vietnamese. And second, the War Museum. Uh, lastly not to forget some very amazing restaurants uh, you can explore uh, some of the traditional cuisine restaurants uh, you will find so many recommendations on the net uh, and but if you want to take it all in in a very short while i strongly recommend that you go on a food tour in the old quarter in hanoi an excellent experience what else is there in the northern part of vietnam in terms of places and experiences and stuff Well, uh, if you start talking in depth about each part of Vietnam, there is so much to talk. Uh, in the north, other than Hanoi and Ha Long Bay, the normal tourist options uh, would include uh, a visit to Sapa, a day trip to the Vinh Ninh Binh Province. Uh, Ninh Binh is known as the inland Ha Long Bay, uh, the perf- and the day trip to the perfume pagoda, and so much else. One of the prominent uh, checklists of a tourist website uh, would be uh, the beautiful uh, terraced fields of Sapa in the northern mountains. However, we, we personally, when we went, we did not have a great experience in Sapa. Uh, one, given the fact that it's normally uh, nearly six to seven hours away, uh, the crowds and development are general put off. It was the experience was way too touristy for our taste. But if you know, if crowds and development is what we want, Shimla in India as a hill station would be a better option. However, however, there's one catch. Uh, if you if you plan to spend two to three days on a hiking trip, uh, Sapa and the surrounding areas away from the main city of Sapa can be a seriously beautiful option. Staying in a guest house there on the countryside, hiking, uh, it is. I'm told it's a mesmerizing experience. Uh, coming back to Hanoi, uh, when in uh, uh, when you are in Hanoi, 
यू कैन डू मल्टीपल डे ट्रिप्स अराउंड हैना यू ट्रीट हैना एज अ बेस स्टेशन निनबिन प्रोविंस और सम कॉल इट थैमकॉक व्हिच इज द मेन डेस्टिनेशन एंड द परफ्यूम पगोडा आर सम ऑफ देम आई टॉक अ लिटिल मोर अबाउट थैमकॉक वी एक्चुअली स्टेड देयर ओवरनाइट and this is the best decision uh, we made as we could see a little more than the usual sites uh, the normal experience would is uh, is the highlight the highlight of normal experience is a canoe or a boat ride amidst the limestone cliffs of thamkok uh, thamkok or the uh, the neighboring trangan and of course visit to some ancient imperial temples of hoalu or bichdong of course the countryside here is beautiful uh, in our case but uh, since we had a little more time uh we made a visit to Baiden now this is a massive uh, buddhist temple complex it is a relatively modern construction uh but it is really large with uh, apparently more than 10000 statues of buddha uh, it is beautifully lit at night and that is a sight to behold an amazing experience there uh, was going up the high tower which is about 13 stories high the countryside views from there was stunning uh in addition on the tower a surprise awaited us on the top uh, we we found murals and sanskrit uh, or maybe pali inscriptions all describing various aspects of buddha's life it was an aha moment for us relating to india and its culture in a foreign country is always a high and we always keep on searching for the indian connection and here we found it we also stayed that uh, in the northern we are in northern part of vietnam uh, we stayed in this lesser uh, known park called the kukfong national park uh i'm a birder but a surprise awaited me there when i went birding i instead found a a a huge number of butterflies at least 20 species i genuinely wish i had the ability to identify all of them the main highlight of kukfong national park uh, is that it is the location of the eprc uh, that is the endangered primate rescue center um, unfortunately vietnam uh, wildlife in vietnam has diminished significantly and this center is one of the last places of refuge for many endangered primate species worth a visit definitely worth and the halong bay everyone seems to talk about it how was your experience halong bay yes all the tourist websites would shout that a holiday in vietnam is not complete without visiting halong bay halong bay is a unesco world heritage site in the nature category uh, and yes uh, this is something for a change i would agree with and overnight uh, in a junk port in halong bay is simply heavenly uh, the pristine waters the limestone cast that rise out of the sea and the panoramas a fabulous experience to say the least normally uh, travelers stay overnight in a junk port uh, either modern or some are traditionally styled uh, but there are a few people who even stay for 2 to 3 nights and the experience in my opinion could be well worth it along with the charm of staying in a junk port and the sheer beauty around there are various activities which are a standard part of a visit touristy but great nevertheless uh, you can go kayaking uh, visit limestone caves and they have beautiful stalactites and stalagmites uh, go squid fishing and this is at night uh, you can visit uh, a floating village that is a village which is entirely floating uh, visit uh, visit to a pearl factory uh, hiking for some beautiful panoramas you name it Uh, overall halong is a neat package of experiences one however a uh, one important uh, tip when visiting halong bay uh, we have to remember that there are multiple bays in the overall halong area and depending upon the permits issued by the government uh, some bays are very crowded uh, be sure to select the one which is lesser crowds uh, though it may not necessarily be called uh, halong bay 
uh, this is this is where beyonders experiences come into play talk to us tell me about the central part of vietnam and hey i've heard about a spectacular cave out there it's own ecosystem fabulous treks and all of that did you go there oh uh, while i have spoken so much of northern vietnam uh, our favorite part of vietnam still remains central vietnam a lot less crowded in the north uh, central vietnam is all about small town charm countryside imperial palaces tombs ancient ruins and raw nature now that's quite a mouthful uh, of course if you want the uh, concrete taste and crowded amusement parks as well you always have the nang the international airport in central vietnam overall uh, let's discuss central vietnam central vietnam has uh, four broad themes uh, the first is hoi an uh, one of the most charming villages i've ever seen uh, the second is hue now this is the formal imperial uh, capital uh, the third is phong nha ke ban national park Uh, which has the world's largest cave systems which you just spoke about uh, this is uh, this is the hang son dong and the fourth one is the provincial capital city of da nang which is quite planned with its uh, beautiful beaches and resorts but my favorite place in vietnam remains hoi an this is a charming village or a town uh, it used to be an ancient uh, trading center this place is all about the charm and the experiences and less about uh, specific sites uh, in fact the ancient uh, village section uh, just just by the river and a small island is completely cut off from traffic uh, uh, and you know you are allowed only walking and cycling uh, lack of uh, vehicles uh, interesting shops uh, cozy cafes and these cafes sell gourmet coffee Uh, attractive restaurants and colorful lights all over in fact some people call hanoi the city, uh, the city of lights uh, you can actually it's 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 just a simple walk uh, through the central uh, part of uh, hoi an uh, you can it's it's quite an amazing experience you can in fact spend two whole days just walking eating and lounging around lounging around in this attractively charming town now in addition to the charm other highlight other experiences include uh, cycling down the beautiful countryside uh, take out a cycle and just go okay boat rides uh, and uh, visits to the neighboring villages all are absolutely fabulous experiences uh, one uh, afterthought uh, people interested in history uh, can also make a visit to mysore which is quite nearby and uh, these are the ruins of the ancient uh, cham uh, empire uh, you'll be so surprised they are so heavily influenced by uh, by indian culture okay now coming to hue a visit a visit to hue is something which most travelers unfortunately do not do or rather they do not have the time uh, and hence uh, hue falls lower on the priority list however in my opinion that's a tragedy uh, hue as a city is not is charming of course but not as much as hue and though it is known as the university town and is also some people call it the cultural capital of vietnam Now this was uh, Hue was the base of the last of the imperial rulers. Uh, incidentally, this location was also the target of the most of the bombing violence by the U.S. during the Vietnam War. So most of the uh, many of the sites were actually utterly destroyed. However, uh, the restored imperial city and the restoration has been done beautifully. Uh, the royal tombs outside the town. which remain unscathed uh, thien mu pagoda uh, and yes the boat ride down the perfume river visiting all of these are memorable it's they are they are great experiences uh, for the adventure seeker and the nature lover uh, phong nha ke ban national park is the ultimate destination in vietnam uh, i i mentioned uh, the world's largest cave system hang song dong how for may mortals this visit to uh, hang song dong is simply not possible 
uh, visiting it is a part of an eight-day expedition and only for experienced uh, climbers and trekkers. For normal people, uh, simple daytime or overnight treks in the park are very rewarding. Thick tropical jungles, pristine paradise pools, exploring waterlogged caves, uh, the villages inside the forest. All this is and this is this this is in addition to the experience of staying in a beautiful countryside guest house. This is Central Vietnam for you. What about the beaches and cycling? Beaches uh, is a great discussion. I uh, remained uh, quite uh, dismissive about the Nang earlier on, uh, but for the beach lover who has an expensive taste for fancy resorts, uh, the Nang is the place. A planned city, Da Nang has many resorts lining up the beautiful sand coast of Vietnam. Uh, of course, Da Nang is not as beautiful or atmospheric uh, as the beaches of Nha Trang down south, uh, but Da Nang is far more accessible. You can actually have a refreshing uh, break, a beach break, at the end of a Vietnam trip here in Da Nang. Uh, also, uh, in Da Nang, uh, worth mentioning is the Cham Museum. Uh, visit it yourself and it would sound like visiting an ancient Hindu temple. Experience it for yourself. Uh, the other point about cycling. Cycling or walking, you can do it anywhere in Vietnam. Uh, my favorite is cycling in the countryside and my favorite place for this is the countryside outside Hoi An. And what about Saigon? I've seen it and heard it mentioned in so many of those war films like the Rambo series and all that. Yes, um, this is the last section of Vietnam. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, I remain uh, slightly dismissive about this region. Uh, maybe another vis visit would change my time. Uh, Saigon or Ho Chi Minh City, uh, as it's called now, is a city, a commercial city. It can be slightly charming at the weekends with its restaurants, people and boat rides along the Mekong. Uh, but the concrete and the traffic is a definite put off for me. Uh, further, the touristy attractions uh, like the Kuchi tunnels are not that appealing. Of course, uh, the day trip with a ride along the expansive Mekong Delta, watching the countryside uh, or going about their daily routine is definitely a lovely experience. But overall, when faced with a shortage of time, which most of us unfortunately encounter, I would rather skip this particular part of Vietnam and focus more on um, an immersive experience in central and northern Vietnam. One important thing to note about the South uh, is uh, it is the location of one of the most beautiful and pristine uh, beaches and islands uh, of Southeast Asia, maybe outside the Philippines. Uh, this is the Nacharanga beaches and uh, some islands like Phu Quoc. These are all simply pieces of paradise. But remember, they are a long ride uh, or a flight away from Saigon. Hey Srini, what are the must-do experiences in Vietnam that everyone must, must definitely do? Well, from this conversation, you will have realized that there are way too many experiences in the small country and there are so many experiences which are not even discussed. Of all of them, if you have to select uh, Mastu, I would count uh, Hanoi, um, Halong Bay and Hoi An of course. And yes, uh, time permitting, Hue. If you have very little time, that's for a very short trip, a five-day itinerary that most of us prefer to do while visiting a country, uh, the must-dos would, uh, would include Hanoi, Halong Bay and Tam Kok, basically focus in the northern, northern section of uh, Vietnam. And what are the must-dos for travellers that most tourists unfortunately don't do? I can talk a lot here. Okay, Vietnam has way too much to offer that uh, you know, sadly most tourists simply miss out on. Uh, the number one destination that is missed out, uh, that's Hoi An. Uh, simply lack of knowledge about it. Uh, the second destination is Hue 
it's off the beaten track it is slightly away from the nang uh, but in my opinion if you need to have a good understanding of vietnam its people its history and culture who it definitely should not be missed third that is mostly missed uh, um, uh, mainly because of bad planning is the experience of the old quarter in hanoi Uh, simple mistakes like traveling during the weekdays to Hanoi, using using it only as a base station to make day trips, are mistakes that most travelers often do. An ideal itinerary for an immersive experience in Vietnam. How many days would that take? As I normally say, for most destination countries, no amount of time is good enough. Uh, but uh, if you have to experience Vietnam fully in one trip, uh, you will need 18 to 20 days minimum. But of course, most of us cannot afford that kind of time or money. If I have to take, uh, you know, normally Vietnam, in my opinion, if you want to explore it fully, you need multiple trips. But how about uh, to take the best of Vietnam? Uh, I would recommend a minimum of nine uh, to ten days, uh, preferably eleven days, uh, and you focus on covering only the highlights of northern and central Vietnam. Uh, skip southern Vietnam, and if you're very keen on covering it, maybe you can cover it in the future when you and combine it when you visit uh, Cambodia. Cambodia, it's it's an ideal combination geographically. And what if one has only a week? What should the itinerary be then? If you have only one week, uh, my suggestion is uh, spend a peaceful, easy time in the northern section only. Uh, but uh, if you have a couple of days extra and don't mind the rush, uh, it is easily possible to include aspects of central Vietnam, mainly Hoi An. And what about the food there, Shini? Is there enough variety? Are there vegetarian options? And what about my favorite topic, the drinks? Oh, this is another topic in itself. Uh, one of my f- most memorable experiences in Vietnam was a weekend food tour in Hanoi. Uh, the variety of food and the sheer experience of walking through the old quarter was a great combination for me. And the tour ended with uh, a tasting of egg coffee. Uh, yes, it sounds quite disgusting, uh, plonking a raw egg in coffee, but surprisingly, I found the taste quite good. On the types of cuisines, remember what we said earlier, uh, what we discussed earlier. Vietnam is quite a diverse place uh, with differences, uh, which are both subtle and apparent, between different regions, just like in India. Uh, one of the pleasures of food and uh, of, of a food experience in Hanoi would be the speciality restaurants. There's so many of them. There are some places which are known for a particular dish. There are some places which focus only on traditional food, and that can be a great experience. Or in fact, there are some places which are famous for a particular style of uh, liquor as well. Now, the important question of vegetarian. Now, this is where one needs to be very careful. Vietnam is a meat and a seafood culture of cuisine. Uh, what is important to note is that for them, for Vietnamese, vegetarian includes seafood. So when you ask for vegetarian, uh, be clear in specifying that you do not eat seafood. Getting vegetarian food in Vietnam is difficult, but not impossible. Uh, you just have to know the vegetarian restaurants or Indian ones, for that matter. Know it in advance, and you will cross this barrier. Drinks. Uh, this is a good discussion. Uh, Vietnam is a beer drinking country. They have so many different kinds, or rather brands of beer, and there are different brands for each region of Vietnam. So when you're traveling in Vietnam, ensure uh, across in different regions, ensure that you really go local with the beer brand. You will enjoy the variety and the experience. 
One notable mention out here uh, is Sonthin. Uh, we happened to come across this brand of flavored liquor in a quite an enchanting restaurant in Hanoi, a restaurant with Highway 4. Uh, Sonthin means spirit of the mountains and the different flavors they give, they give you in a tasting session is really delicious. Lastly, it would be amiss and not fair on my part uh, not to mention about coffee in Vietnam. Vietnam is the largest producer of the Robusta variety of coffee in the world. So having dirty, strong coffee is a must-do in Vietnam. If possible, buy one of those cup filters uh, for coffee. We still use it today at home. That sounds like a lot of interesting options to choose from. I'm sure I'll be spoiled for choice. Both on food and drinks. What were the top three highlight experiences in your journey through Vietnam? Uh, top three experiences. Okay. Uh, top three experiences. Uh, walking uh, leisurely through the charming Hoi An. Uh, enjoying the hustle and bustle of Hanoi in the weekend. And Hue at an overall level. The regret for us is always that we should have uh, spent a little more time uh, chilling and exploring Hoi An. We would have loved that. Unfortunately, we spent only one day there and that's been a regret. Okay, final question for you before I let you go. Who is Vietnam for? Is it for the adventure seekers, the culture vultures, the history buffs, the foodies, the nature lovers, the romantics? Who is it for, man? I think it's apparent from the long conversation that we've had that Vietnam has everything for everyone. The food enthusiasts, mainly non-vegetarians, uh, history lovers, nature enthusiasts, uh, people who enjoy culture. There's a lot of everything for everyone. Uh, a small disclaimer here on the negative side. The only type of traveler who would be disappointed would be the wildlife enthusiast. Uh, development and population is ensured uh, that there is little or no wildlife or bird life left except for a few endangered species for which you will have to travel hard. Uh, but come on the positive side, the best part of Vietnam is not in a particular niche. You will enjoy Vietnam for all of its small things, people, food, uh, snapshot experiences like cycling in the countryside, boat rides, temple visits, the list goes on. Uh, as a family location, uh, as a family destination and a vacation, it's absolutely amazing. Vietnam remains one of the best experiences that we've had uh, for my family at least. Thanks, Srini. Thanks for dropping by. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Don't Trip on the Usual Travel Podcast from Beyond Experiences. Till the next episode, take care, stay safe, and as usual, don't trip on the usual.